Welcome to this special edition of the Clock Talk Podcast, Clock Mindfulness for the Legal Mind. I'm Jen McCarran, your Clock Talk host. And as host, I'm honored to introduce you to our Institute Morning Meditations in partnership with Warrior One. These morning meditations are a great way to ground yourself before the excitement of the day ahead. And now, Warrior One's founder, Judy Cohen, will walk you through some practices to support relaxation, insight, and happiness. Hi there, it's Judy from Warrior One, and let's dive into Mindfulness for the Legal Mind podcast number two, Cultivating Happiness and Peace. Happiness and peace may be not necessarily the words that come to mind when people think about the business of law. At Warrior One, our research tells us that's because they're opposites, the four perils of the law that I talked about in podcast one, overwhelm, perfectionism, reactivity, living surrounded by conflict are so much more in the front of our minds. But mindfulness helps address and manage those perils so that people practicing law and, you know, by extension or by association, legal ops who are working as hard and sometimes harder inside that milieu to support the lawyers aren't at the mercy of the byproducts of those four perils, which are stress and anxiety and reduced physical well-being and so many other difficulties and challenges. So how does mindfulness lead to happiness and peace inside the legal profession? And more specifically, how can mindfulness transform the business of law and corporate law spaces in particular into mutually supportive, collaborative and more intellectually, but also more emotionally intelligent and intentional cultures. In the ancient stories of mindfulness, Prince Siddhartha, just before he becomes enlightened and as he's wondering what the ingredients of happiness and peace are, has a flash, a moment of insight when he remembers being a boy sitting on a hillside, watching the harvest come in, And what stands out in his recollection is that in that moment, he was fully present, not wishing anything was different, happy and at peace. So take a moment right now just to recall a time when you were truly happy and at peace. Even if your recollection has nothing to do with a hillside or harvest, I'm guessing you were present, not worried about the past or anxious about the future. And that almost by definition, you weren't wishing things were different because you were happy. So you weren't wishing that you looked or sounded different or that you were smarter or had more money or that you'd accomplished more in your day or your week or your life or that the conditions surrounding you were different than they are. If you've listened to podcast one, you probably remember the wandering mind is an unhappy mind study, which confirms that when we're mindful, meaning engaged in present moment attention, we're happier regardless of what we're doing. It's not just Siddhartha and an ancient legend. The science also confirms that one element of happiness is being present, being mindful, which we cultivate in formal practice by settling, focusing, and calming the mind with this abundance of friendliness. And you can practice that anytime with the focused attention practice in podcast one. It's just three minutes and it's designed that way. So that it's simple for you to make the time. So I hope you will. If mindfulness is the first element of happiness and peace, generosity is the second. In the ancient mindfulness texts, in other traditions, in psychology and contemplative neuroscience, 
Generosity is an essential component of happiness. People who give freely and joyfully of their money, for sure, but also of their time, their attention, their labor, even though they're being well-paid, their compassion, their concern for the safety and belonging of others. These are happier people and they tend to feel more peaceful. And really, all of you in legal ops really fall into this category of generosity. The expertise you deliver in planning, in finance, in project management, in tech, the thoughtfulness you bring to choosing outside firms and vendors and knowledge sharing and work-life balance training, the wisdom you offer to help shift legal culture away from the four perils and into a positive, engaged direction. All of that, it's generosity. Of course, you're being paid, but it's generosity. It's designed to relieve lawyers of those tasks and also because you're probably much better at them. But it's an act of generosity. The word for generosity in Pali, the ancient language of mindfulness, is dana. And dana is considered the most noble of all the qualities of mind. So as a legal ops team member or leader, you know, there's this nobility in the idea that your days are grounded in generosity. And reminding yourself of this is part of the practice of mindfulness. Seeing your own goodness, it's no small thing. It can profoundly support your happiness and peace. Let's take a moment and do a brief meditation. And just spend three minutes recollecting your own generosity. So finding a comfortable posture. If you can find a seated posture, that might be the easiest. Standing would also work. Lying down is fine if that's the most supportive posture for you. But alert. So a combination of alert and relaxed. And just beginning by taking a moment to breathe. Follow your breath. And then taking a moment to recall some time in the last day or week or month or year when some element of your work, something that you did, made life easier for someone else. And I'm guessing that's not going to be hard for you to recall because of the profoundly important ways in which you are supporting the lawyers and each other. So really taking a moment and taking in, how does it feel to recall that generosity of spirit Maybe it was a time when you made time for someone and really listened, gave them your attention, let them know you cared. Listen to a problem that they had, let them know that you wanted to help solve it. 
Maybe it was a time when you created safety for someone in whatever way they needed it and you could offer. And just taking in how it feels to be generous and seeing if it is joyful, if it feels happy, if you feel more peace. And then again, when you hear the bell, just enjoy the sound of the bell and let the contemplation go. Okay, so mindfulness, generosity, patience. Patience is another element of happiness and peace, and it it works together with generosity. So think of a time when someone was patient with you. How did it feel? Now, for me, patience is such a gift. There's so many times I can't get to what I really mean without taking a minute to wander through some words, think out loud. And I always feel very grateful when someone is patient enough to give me the time to do that instead of giving me a signal that I'm taking up too much of their time. So you can see this intersection between patience and generosity. And then when I'm patient and shift into genuine curiosity about the other person and relax into a moment of wanting to listen, wanting to know what they have to say, I learn more. I learn more about them. And I also have the capacity to learn more about whatever they're sharing. Or I'm looking at financial data or relational or cultural issues. And when I can relax and patiently pay attention, I learn more. In fact, when I'm not patient, it's often because I've already made up my mind about the information, about the person, and I'm shutting the door to learning. Suzuki Roshi, the founder of San Francisco Zen Center, called this expert mind as opposed to beginner's mind. And he's famous for saying, in the beginner's mind, there are many possibilities. In the expert's mind, there are few. Patience is the hallmark of beginner's mind. So let's just take a moment and recall some time When you felt patient, you can take a breath or two and even just call in patience right in this moment. What does patience feel like? Is it a feeling of relaxation? Can you feel more peace in your body when you relax and bring in more patience? Can you be patient with just one breath? Patient with just one moment. And then bookmark that patience. Remember it. So mindfulness, generosity, patience, and then kindness. Which, again, isn't necessarily the most prevalent quality of mind inside the corporate law environment, but it could be. And also, like all of the qualities so far, kindness can be cultivated. So there's a specific meditation called metta, and we'll do a little bit of metta in a minute. 
But first, I just want to emphasize that kindness really could be a defining element of legal ops culture and even of the culture of an entire in-house team. And in becoming a defining element, it could bring a lot of happiness and peace. And I have so many stories. The DA who started practicing Meta and found himself wishing for the well-being of his whole office and the entire public defender's office and all of the staff and investigators in both offices and even the defendants. And he was oddly and delightfully happy to report this to us in a training. I had a corporate lawyer who uh, studied Meta with us and now shares his passion for, well, joyful and also sad poetry with all of his staff. And they either enjoy it or it makes them laugh. And both are good news, right? I have students at Berkeley Law where I teach who've noticed significantly more happiness in their personal lives after studying Meta in a professional context. The Dalai Lama says, be kind whenever possible. It's always possible. And he doesn't say it's always possible except in the law. So let's practice a little metta, a little kindness. And you can do this by taking a very relaxed posture. Taking a couple of deep breaths. And then calling to mind someone who you really care about and just wishing them well. Just saying to yourself silently, may you be happy. May you be peaceful. May you be free. Imagining this person who you care about and imagining that they care just as much about you. And maybe that's not something you have to imagine. Maybe you know that they do. And imagine that they want this same thing for you. And so wishing this also for yourself. May I be happy. May I be peaceful. May I be free. So mindfulness, generosity, patience, kindness, and also equanimity. Equanimity, the last piece for now to the puzzle of happiness and peace. And equanimity has two elements, the ability to Stand in the fire of the day, of the law, of the world, and not get burned. And the ability to take the 10,000-foot view, to step back and take a broader, wiser perspective. So there are three pieces to this. And the first one is just to remember we're all working together. We're all rowing in the same direction. We're all being as generous towards one another as we can be, as patient with one another as we can be as kind as we can be. And second thing is just to remember that we're all equal. We're all trying to do what we can. We're all imperfect, but we are all caring, concerned people. And then the third step is just to say silently to ourselves, I'm doing my best. Even though I have plenty to learn, 
I accept myself as I am right now. And then seeing one another and saying, you're also doing your best, even though you also have plenty to learn. I accept you as you are right now. And then taking a look at the situation, however tricky, difficult, complicated, and saying the situation is as it is. Even though it could be better, I accept things as they are. That is it for podcast number two. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't had a chance yet, go back and enjoy our first podcast, Mindfulness for Focus on Wellbeing. And you can listen to podcast three whenever you have the time, Mindfulness, Discernment, and Wisdom. Thank you so much. Warrior One is the leading international provider of Mindfulness for the Legal Mind programming. To enhance the well-being of lawyers and legal professionals coping with stress in an affected world, Warrior One offers continuing legal education, both in person and on demand. You can learn more about Warrior One at www.warriorone.com. Come by and check out everything they're doing to support the law, like the weekly call and podcast, The Wake Up Call for Lawyers. Or if you're ready to deepen your mindfulness practice, check out their application for their biannual 2024 Mindfulness in Law teacher training, which will be opening soon. A special thank you to Warrior One's founder, Judy Cohen, who created these Clock Mindfulness for the Legal Mind podcasts.